show you guys where we're Rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, uh, heavy duet. We had a very Darison bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Chase, and let's go to the, the heavy pit. Hello. Let's count it out. Okay. Just like something new, something different. Something One, crazy. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Let's go to 40. <laughs> well, 79 we <laughs> We made it to 40 episodes. Can you believe? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're like Jesus. <laughs> Did he make it to 40? I thought he died when he was like 20. No, 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. Did he do that? Like for fun? Yeah, he did do that. I mean, not for fun. Oh. But, um, he did do that. No, he died when he was Do you 30, think we could do it? 33. Together, we can do anything. <laughs> Together, anything's possible, yeah. Nicholas. <laughs> we fly you into the sun. <laughs> and a large Diet Coke Ooh. from McDonald's. Someone told me this is unverified info, so like don't okay. don't this means nothing. But someone told me that the reason McDonald's or that McDonald's sodas taste better because the straw has a slightly larger like diameter than most straws. Like it's a little bit of a larger straw and like something about that, and also like the level of carbonation is a bit higher than like other places. And it's like, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. And then you drink a soda from McDonald's and you're like, mm, something's going on here. Was the conversation about the diameter of the straw triggering to you as someone with issues with the diameter of the hole of your penis? <laughs> I was like, yeah, can we actually really, I anytime the word diameter, circumference, radius even comes oh, up. Oh yeah, radius? Really need it. a trigger warning. Speaking of, <laughs> um, oh. we're going <laughs> to... Segway King. Uh, speaking of, we're going to be diving into some hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, no phones. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, kind of just all the bad things. We're going to be talking about death. We're going to be talking. I'm laughing because I'm kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> Laughing as I'm uncomfortable. We're going to talk about some, like, sexual assault and, like, rape Nick, and, like... Nick and I decided that this podcast is going to become, like, a news source now. <laughs> so we're going to start talking about, like, we're current getting... events and pop culture. So if you have a problem with that, turn it off. We're getting our masters in journalism live in front of you. They let me skip the bachelor's part. <laughs> She's like, I am no bachelor. <laughs> no, I'm I'm straight to master. I'm straight to master. I'm straight to doctor. Um, doctor of podcasts. So yeah, we're gonna talk about sexual assault and death. Uh, are there any others? Um, brief mention of like suicide. Uh, I think I think that's it. Um, but yeah. So just FYI, if you uh. If you, you don't know, like those things. Don't want to hear about that. But we're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it fun and flirty. Um, <laughs> we're keeping it sexy. But <laughs> Today we're going to talk about suicide and sexual assault, but in like a fun and flirty and sexy way. So Yeah, but not in like a scary, dark, like all-consuming, like ruin your week kind of way. More in like a introspective like lol like, LOL like we're using the letter r to spell out the word r you know like that sort of casualness absolutely it's a very lowercase episode all of our words are lowercase 
your synesthesia has gotten worse. Have you? <laughs> or, have, or have I just gotten worse? Yes. Yes. The I think I showed you the TikToks of the guy who like has some sort of special synesthesia where he like can taste words mm-hmm. and he thinks that Gemini ta- the word Gemini tastes mm-hmm. like those little hostess donuts. That is mm-hmm. the most offensive fucked up thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I want to fight that man. I don't really have that, but I definitely don't agree with it. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine that word tasting cuz I don't know for me colors do, colors have taste. And letters have colors and words have colors. So if I jump from Gemini to the color and then the taste of that color, it's definitely not a hostess donut. But this guy sounds like he's a clout chaser. (laughs) I'm gatekeeping synesthesia. (laughs) Synesthesia, we always come back to it. That's our, like, touchstone. Honestly, my thing about synesthesia is that, one, I actually find that I don't talk about it too frequently because I don't even think Only about when it i'm there i i like i don't even think about it that much um because i didn't even know it was a thing until i was like 18 um but as a member of the community um i don't yeah this is the most like i'm not like other members of my minority group but uh-huh. a lot of it i'm just like y'all sound fucking you're making this up like <laughs> like what are you saying <laughs> So, Nick, how's your week been? I miss you. I haven't seen you. How's my week been? It's been pretty it's been yeah, pretty like, good. Sum it up in like ten words or less. Okay, cool. Pretty good. Yeah. Sounds a lot good. of a lot of media, I'll say. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I feel like I haven't consumed a lot of media. My grandma's in town. And she's anti media. <laughs> oh yeah, she's Amish. Are they anti media? I mean, they're anti-electricity. Yeah, they, they didn't even know what that is, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you sat an Amish child in front of, like, Real Housewives of New Jersey or something. Just played it for him. We're like, enjoy. You would literally see the brain oozing out of his ears. Aw. <laughs> Yesterday, my parents got an espresso machine. Ooh. So naturally, I've had, like, like 50 shots of espresso. Oh, Okay. That's fine. Today. Because I just kept making myself beverages. Well, because you have to. It's fun. It's like a new toy. No, I know. Yeah. It's like when my sister got an ice cream machine for Christmas and I was so jealous that I like locked myself in her room with it and I kept trying to use it. But I was like five, so I didn't know what I was operating and uh, it broke. And you just pissed in it? Yeah, and then I feel like you they, broke it. And then I feel like they didn't get her a new one, which like I know it was my fault, but like I'm not buying her a new one. I'm five. They didn't put you to work in the fields. Yeah, no. <laughs> they didn't send. No, you they the, did, just not because of the, the ice cream sweatshop. Machine. Yeah, no. Oh no, that was um, a separate. The curl family sweatshop. The um, curl family sweatshop. <laughs> Son, I think it's time you He's started like, helping out. I need to show you my shop. We're going to sweat a lot. And I'm like, what? Um. <laughs> okay. The the day I knew that I was bad at reading. Mm-hmm. This is so embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> I have never shared this. The day I knew I was bad at reading, I was sitting in the library during school. And someone asked me if I've read this book. And I was like, wait, you can understand that? <laughs> Oh, you're like you're wait, not just staring wait, at you're, it. Wait, you're supposed to be able to glean information off of this. We, oh my god, okay. So I was in Hebrew school, 
and we mm. were doing this like so i was probably in sixth or seventh grade mm-hmm. yeah i was in hebrew <laughs> i was in hebrew <laughs> i was in the land of hebrew um we were doing this like this straight up like choose your own adventure like Ellis Island book. <laughs> I could talk about and Ellis it was Island like, for hours. <laughs> we know. And it, it was, oh God, at some point it was like, do you want to go work in the sweatshop or no. like, I don't remember what the other option was. <laughs> or die. <laughs> That's all that everything is like, do you want to work in the sweatshop? Do you want to die? Anyway, I read sweatshop as sweet shop. And I was like, oh, mm. the sweet shop. Then I thought I was working in like a candy store. And then it was like, you sit at the fucking sewing machine for hours a day. And I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, there's no windows. And I was like, this sounds like the lamest candy they're store. They're trying to instill in you like <laughs> class consciousness, <laughs> like a pro labor union mindset in Hebrew school. You're like, and then you're going to rise up against the ruling class and take back the means of production. How does it feel to be 40 episodes old? Isn't that weird? That's crazy. Yeah, so I've been watching. uh, I joined, I got on the bandwagon. I'm watching Succession with Dan. Um, It is as good as everyone says it is. What is it about? Um, have you heard of the Murdoch family who own Fox News Corp? Would you be mad if I said I hadn't? Is that embarrassing if I haven't? Not, a, not at all. Okay, um, then I have never heard of them once in my life. Who the fuck are they? The Rupert Murdoch uh, owns Fox and just huge media conglomerate family. Um, I think they're the ones that sold it to Di- that sold Fox to Disney, except they kept Fox. They kept the news division and I believe the sports division. Um, okay. Of Fox, but they are like the most powerful family, or one of the most powerful families there are, um, and just huge media titans. And uh, so the show is like pretty obviously like based off of them, not really like their personalities, but in terms of like this family, it's a family that owns this like massive media conglomerate corporation. And the uh, dad is, like, 80, 81, um, and he's supposed to announce that he's stepping down from CEO, and his son, Kendall, is going to assume the role of CEO. And then the dad decides, uh, no, actually, I'm going to stay a few more years. And then it just sets off this domino effect of, like... Is it a comedy or is it a drama? It's a drama, but it's really funny. It's, like... Like pain. I'm interested. It's like really like I won't be funny. watching, but I'm interested. Yeah. No, I think you. I think you would actually really like it. Um, it feels like I have your type no of mental capacity left to watch any television for the rest of my life. <laughs> You're like I broke my TV. <laughs> I took a baseball bat to. to it. Yeah, so I'm watching Succession with Dan. That's been a good time. It's really really funny. Um, and just enjoyable. Uh, we have Red Taylor's version coming out Friday super pumped megan's coming over thursday night and we're gonna listen very excited i'm excited i'm excited but it's i'm not like excited for the way i am when a new album comes out okay well did you hear that they're i mean yeah tell me about it what i'm excited for people to shut the fuck up with their stupid (laughs) conspiracy theories on the internet 
about Taylor like, Swift or in general? Yes. <laughs> well, about like Red's release and like, have you seen all the stuff about how like no. there's there's a bunch of stupid conspiracy theories? I like fuck stop watching the TikToks oh. as soon as they start, so I couldn't actually tell you what they're about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's three reasons why Red Taylor's version will, and then Clary scrolls. Exactly. Mm-hmm. People think we're getting some like Taylor's version. Speak now. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to tell you this. Literally, everyone. Um, she's gonna like drag out these re-releases and milk it for all it's worth. I would be shocked if any of them are a surprise drop. Like, I would be really, really surprised because there's no point in it because it's yeah. an album that we've already heard for the most part. Okay. However. Did you see the Taylor Swift Starbucks thing? Because I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah, no, t- uh, Megan sent me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, those are two things that That's I would like a collaboration on. Starbucks, what? Starbucks lover. I mean, what is it? Is it a drink? Is it merch? Is it? I got a long list. Starbucks love. Uh, let me. I hear I have the. Are we getting uh, a Taylor X Starbucks holiday beverage? Because that's what I want. Yeah. Yes, I believe so. Here, let me. If it has me... dairy in it. Taylor, I'm going to kill you and your cats. It's a love story. Taylor Swift and Starbucks are teaming up. Starting November 12th, Starbucks is teaming up with Taylor Swift to celebrate her new... <laughs> it's debatable. Her new red Taylor's version album released by playing her, her music... old Taylor's red Yeah, I'm album. like, oh, that album that I went to Target to buy the CD of my sophomore year of high school album released by playing her music in our stores in celebration we're inviting customers to try her favorite starbucks to try her favorite starbucks beverage a grande caramel non-fat latte sis said i have no taste what what i thought it was gonna be like a special flavor oh my god someone really risked their starbucks barista job to post that on the internet Wait, so, so... What? That's... Oh, okay. That is so... I, I actually didn't even read the entire paper. Are you serious? Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be, like, a I thought special, it was like, like... Like, Lady Gaga had, like, a Chromatica Frappuccino or that was, like, yeah. some horrendous color. Like, that was horrifying. <laughs> it was, like, neon blue, and I'm like, I'm not putting that in my body. Um, but thanks, and she's girl. like, And she's like, drink it, faggot. I'm like, yes, mom. Starbucks really I, I said her. Taylor's releasing her brand new ten year old album. <laughs> Try a non fat caramel latte. We're gonna play her music in our stores. I love I love how they specify the size. It's a grande caramel non fat latte. Also, also non fat. Shut up. Get out of here. Non fat. Come is, on. Non fat is so bad for you. Not to, like, gatekeep food, but, like... Someone's got to do it. No, I mean, it's just, like, because, like, I think in, like, the 90s and early 2000s, there was, like, such a huge, like, anti-fat, in quotes, movement in terms of, like, the macro nu- uh, nutrient of fat. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so then, so then, So then everything... We were really body positive in the 90s. Yeah, absolutely not. And then we... And then everything became non-fat, but then it was just loaded with sugar, and it's, like... Mm-hmm. You can get addicted to sugar. You can't get addicted to fat. Speak for yourself. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, more whole milk, please. Like, 
Also, Taylor, get on the fucking wave. Drink non-dairy. I I would be floored if that's her favorite drink, actually. Like, there's no way. I'm sorry. And how is it not, like, how do they not play off the, like, Starbucks lover meme or do anything creative other than hers? Like, my favorite drink is this really boring drink. And then Starbucks is like, bet. Here's a memo to our, like, <laughs> 300,000 employees. <laughs> Also, why did That's this? So why did this need to be a memo? Your manager could just be like, "Oh, hey, we have a Taylor Swift drink." So if someone asked for the Taylor Swift latte, it's a grande caramel non-fat latte. I'd be like, "Okay, that's stupid, but sounds cool." I'm boycotting Starbucks. Good. Put the Christ back in Christmas <laughs> and get the Taylor Swift latte out of my fucking face. I was drinking a peppermint mocha the other day, and I was looking at the cup, and I was like. What do you mean war on Christmas? This is like literally the most Christmas thing I've ever seen in my life. I hate people. Imagine that being your biggest concern. Yeah. For as much as we like joke about like blue haired Tumblr teens like getting offended by things. Facebook conservative parents do equally as much if not more. Opposite ends of the same spectrum. Yeah, two sides of the same coin. The blue-haired Tumblr teens grow up into Facebook moms. <laughs> blue-haired Tumblr teens, take a look in the mirror. You might see that you're a Christian girl autumn soccer mom after all. Yeah, honestly, kind of jealous of those girls. I'm like, they're living their best life with their Uggs and fall. Literally. Yeah, I'm like, do your thing. Anyways, so I'm watching Succession. Red is coming out. Megan's coming over to listen. Um, also in the past week, I saw Spencer, the Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana movie, and I saw Marvel's Eternals. <laughs> I saw Spencer okay. on Thursday, and I saw Eternals on Friday. A great double pairing. <laughs> double <laughs> the, feature. The double feature of Spencer and Eternals. <laughs> I should make a letterbox list that's like weird pairings. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I saw Spencer. It was incredible. It's definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, I I, I thought I was going to like it. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did, though. Um, I thought it was, like, really, really good. Um, And then Eternals was a Marvel movie. It was enjoyable, and I had a fun time. And that is what I say about every Marvel movie I see. (laughs) That was enjoyable, and I had a fun time. That makes one of us. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Richard Madden's in it, and I will... It's... can't complain. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry to this man. <laughs> I'm sure he's offended. It was I also daylight savings, which I feel like we need to talk. I don't about. want to talk about that. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we talk about our depression once a week. Well, I we mean, talked about daylight savings last year, and I was like, oh, we should like. Did we? I have no memories. Not me being offended. I was like, Nick, calm down. <laughs> Clary said, did we talk about Daylight Savings? And I'm like, yeah, episode 14. And I'm like, girl, like, literally. <laughs> did you take yours. your antipsychotics today? No, I didn't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I never do on podcast days. <laughs> I raw dog it. <laughs> That's what makes this podcast so good is Nick and I yeah. go off our meds. Nick- <laughs> this podcast is called Med Free. <laughs> unmedicated. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, Un- welcome back to Unmedicated <laughs> with Nick and Claray. Unfiltered, unabashed, and most importantly, unmedicated. 
No, my grandma's been in town. I've been spending a lot of time at my parents' house, which has been honestly like really nice. And the road not taking those real good there. Oh, big evermore vibes. Yes. Um No homo. That song makes me think of Thurston and your parents' house, which I have not been to. But the setting is, I'm like, oh, I'm at Clarice, like, neighborhood. And I'm the road not taken. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck, I should have married Clarice. <laughs> Instead of being in L.A. with these fake friends who will write books about me when I make it big. <laughs> You'll be my sneaky link in Thurston, baby. Oh, my God. Messy as the mud on my truck tires. Now I'm missing your smile. Yeah. <laughs> we should hey, re-record Evermore. Yeah. Um, oh I've gosh. been watching a lot of basketball. <laughs> Evermore. <laughs> Nick's version. <laughs> You've been watching a lot of basketball? You heard me. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Is there something else you'd what? like to share with us? <laughs> You're like, I've also been watching a lot of lesbian porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with my grandma and my dad after the basketball game mm-hmm. ends, and we just go straight mm-hmm. to Pornhub it's on educational, the big screen together. You know? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Um, I, that's literally what I'm doing when we're done recording here is we're going to a women's basketball game at U of O. Okay. I used to go to women's basketball games every season growing up. We had season tickets every year. Uh-huh. Loved it. Thought it was so fun. So I'm I actually I actually never understood when when I like got a bit older and I heard like people like making fun and shitting on like the WNBA and like women's basketball and women's sports in general and like women and like whatever in general. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, women's basketball is, like, totally fun to watch. I guess it's not as fun as, like, watching the Lakers. But, like, yeah, it's, like, the U of O women's basketball. Like, They're playing the Lakers tonight, actually. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> LeBron would do that better. And I'm like, yeah, that's, like, Katrina. She's 19. Like, give her a break. <laughs> like, she had a, I'm like, she had a long day. Like, Jesus. But I was trying to learn up about basketball stuff with my dad yesterday and i was asking him like i don't know any sports people and i was asking him about like different players and like oh like what team does like who did Shaq play for like what's mm-hmm. he up to these days mm-hmm. you know and i he's in asked, he's in icy hot commercials that's what he's up to <laughs> living the he dream plays for the cleveland icy hot <laughs> he plays for um, icy hot <laughs> first it's icy then it's hot I asked my dad um, what team Kobe plays for. Wait, you asked him what team Kobe plays for or played for? No, I said plays. Oh, like present tense. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you're still living pre-February 2020. Like I, like, like okay. I forgot that he was deceased. And my dad said, I don't know, somewhere in a grave somewhere. And I said, what oh, the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, his birthday is um, the day That's all I really house. have to update. What? His birthday was August 23rd. And my mom's is August 22nd. Can't wait to cut all Vir- Virgo King. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do I have? I don't think I have anything else. Okay, well, next up on the agenda is annoying self-promo. Follow the pod on Instagram. Share it. Patreon, etc. is what I have written. Clary, would you like to expand on that? <laughs> yeah, I just, I gotta, I gotta, like, keep the ball rolling here. Um, hey, guys. We'd really appreciate it. What the fuck? <laughs> it, it Are you exploded okay? <laughs> in my throat. <laughs> that looked like you were being attacked. Nick was just assaulted by, by his Nick v. Nicotine. Um, yeah. 
I need you guys to get your fat asses over to Instagram right now. Subs- no, not subscribe. What's it called? Follow? <laughs> Haul those dump trucks over to Instagram. Um, yeah, you got to follow us. You got to um, subscribe on whatever streaming platform you listen to this on. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating. Um, give us money on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. But most important. Tell your fucking friends. Yeah. Genuinely, the most helpful Spread thing you can word. do. If everyone told, everyone listening to this told like three people, we'd be in a very different position. Um, so we'd be tell, making money. Make that, yeah, <laughs> we could make money. Make that your goal for the week, you know? I think it's really important, like, going into the week, like, setting those goals and, like, absolutely, really, Nick. like, trying to meet them. And, like, this is, like, an easy one for you. And, like, just, like, the, the easy sense of accomplishment of, like, telling three people about the podcast. Like, Dan, you should listen to my podcast. See, I just did it, guys. It's so easy. <laughs> hey, upstairs, neighbors. You should listen to my podcast. I just did it. Yeah. Claire just knocked out three it, in one. Like, that was easy. You can do it. Yeah. It's a fucking clown car up there. I don't know how many <laughs> motherfuckers live up there. Yeah, we're one to talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also we haven't done a student mail in like a year, I think. Um, so yeah, we would love for you to send in stories. You can DM it to us. If you know us personally, you can text us. Uh, you can write it in on the website, brainsoulgirls.com slash contact. Um, but yeah, those episodes are always uh, a blast and a half. So if you're listening and you have a story that you feel is relevant, we want to hear it. We want to share your story. If you have a story that you need to share. Yeah. <laughs> let us let us amplify your voice with our platform. <laughs> okay, Nick, tell me a story. Okay. Wait, so you said you read the articles, right? Yeah, they were short, though. The Insider article was long. One of them, there was a paywall, and I did not finish it. Oh, that was probably the original, the Business Insider article. Or was it the Washington Post? Do you pay Post? for Business Insider? I didn't get a paywall with it. I didn't get a paywall with any of them, actually. Oh. Well, then I didn't. I skimmed it. Did you read the Fox one? I watched the interview. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay, so today, first up on the fucking, agenda. He fucking... Sorry, spoilers for later... He fucking Jody Arias that bullshit. His little glasses and suit. I actually don't. I actually don't understand the reference. I know who Jody Arias. Oh, now I do. Now I understand. Yeah, yeah. When she's dressed like a fucking yes, librarian, like librarian in court, yeah. she's like, "Who me? I could never commit a murder. I'm just a simple conservative." Christian she looks like mother. a librarian who like streams on Pornhub, like. <laughs> That's what this man looked like. And yeah, he's no. like glass. He was like, like, I'm just a simple nerd. I'm like, fuck you. Okay. He looks like a middle school teacher who also streams on Pornhub. Anyways, Literally. Uh, if you uh, if you haven't, you know, uh, disertained, if that's the word, uh, <laughs> what we're talking about, we're talking about our <laughs> our guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to get. I'm really not gonna be able to get through this without laughing. Um, we're talking about the Dave Portnoy allegations. Um, really quick summary for those who don't know anything. 
<laughs> at all. Uh, Dave Portnoy is the founder and president of Barstool Sports, which is this massive just... online media company. He's also like Quickly. become he's become like a celebrity in his own right. Yeah, what's up? If you're listening to this, yes. Dave Portnoy. Oh yeah. Like. <laughs> you're like DMs are open. <laughs> like DMs are open. <laughs> Please sign our podcast. We are so desperate oh, for money. I will do like essentially anything. I will promote Big Dairy. Like I don't give a fuck. So take everything we're saying with the grain of salt. Girl, I think he's gonna ask you to do things worse than that. No, I meant like separately. Like all like all mm. morals out the window as soon as mm. someone offers me a check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, don't pretend yeah, so like, like you're above it, Nicholas. So blanket statement, Dave, if you're listening, none of what we're about to say detracts from the fact that we will sign with you immediately. <laughs> if the ch- if the check is over 5,000 a month, like that's kind of our limit, like <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Dave, we're so desperate. Please fucking sign us. We're so Dave. fucking poor. Dave. Um, so, okay, so Dave Portnoy, founder of Barcel Sports, president, he's, um, I mean, I'll talk, we'll talk more about, like, what type of guy he is, but he's just, like, he's a online celebrity, uh, and if you don't know what Barstool Sports is, it's, like, a website, but, I mean, mainly, I think of it as an Instagram account, although I know it's, like, a media conglomerate, um, but, like, mainly, its Instagram account seems like made for college aged men in fraternities like that yeah. seems like the entire like and that's that's, a, that's their entire target demographic and they have done it perfectly because and that's what yeah. he looks like i mean he yes. looks like an yes. overgrown frat dude yes and uh, i mean that as a compliment dave so <laughs> and dave i like that so Dave, that's just my type. We're gonna get into some of this shit and be like, oh, maybe maybe we shouldn't have made those jokes earlier. Um Okay, so earlier this week, um or not or last week, I guess, uh Thursday. I don't know when you're listening to this, whatever. A few days prior to the recording of this. Hi Dan. A few days um, prior to November 9th. Yeah. <laughs> uh Business Insider, which is a website, I don't know what else they do um published a very long uh investigative piece that apparently has been in the works for like over eight months at this point and yeah so i'm just gonna walk through the article and just talk it through with claret who apparently could not find her way past the paywall I was lost. Which, once again, Dave emphasizes how much we need the money. Like, the Business Insider paywall shouldn't cause us this much anxiety. Um, (laughs) Okay. The article begins by uh, detailing a sexual encounter he had with a 20-year-old college student in summer of 2020. My first reaction is summer 2020, like COVID, blah, 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 whatever. So, uh, how old is Dave? Starting he, uh, at this in summer 2020, he was 42. At the moment, he's 44. Okay, Virgo. Wait, no, is he a, what? How did he age so fast? Well, in summer 2020, he was 42. And then, if his birthday is sometime between summer and now, then he would now be 44. 
Okay, period. So he's like probably like a Virgo or Libra. The same way I was 23 in summer 2020. And now you're 805. Yeah. And now I'm simply old. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so these are all pseudonyms, obviously, except for uh, except for him. So we're calling her Madison. So Madison DM'd Portnoy on Instagram sick pizza reviews because he one of the things that he does on instagram is he goes to like random pizza places like across this great nation and takes like i've seen that oh yeah me too uh and take takes like a massive bite of a slice of pizza and then gives his thoughts off the cuff it's like a two minute video and people love it um give the people what they want so she dms him sick pizza reviews and he replies thanks fly bitch (laughs) us and <laughs> yeah, just perfectly normal. Well, I can't imagine the number of DMs that this guy gets, and the fact that like, like holy, like I, I'm just blown away by that. Where I'm like, I'm reading this article. I'm like, does he reply to every DM? Like, should we DM him live <laughs> on the box? Thanks, fly bitch. Like that is the most insane response I've ever heard. That is that's like psycho behavior that surprises me zero percent based on what I know about this guy. I feel like I. I mean, I was a Call Her Daddy fan before it, like, imploded, and so I heard about him through that, I guess, and, like, yeah. heard him a little bit on the show, and I was like, oh, okay, so this this is a guy who's, like, I was like, this guy's an asshole, like, this guy's, like, like that that's kind of the, like, the but, only, like, duh. that's, like, the only way to describe it, I'm just like, oh, this guy's an asshole, um, but he knows that, and he makes no apologies for it. And so it's like it's no su- it's no surprise to me. I'm just like, oh, like this guy's a dick, and he would probably agree with me. Um, and, but I mean, he would probably be like, he'd be yeah, like, thanks, I, fly bitch. Nick. Be, I'm like, you're welcome, daddy. No, and I, 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 he'd probably say like, yeah, I, I say exactly what's on my mind, and I, I say what I think, and it's like, cool, but what you think is like horrible, and like. <laughs> <laughs> And like fly bitch is just so fucking out of pocket. It's like like that is that's also like such a that's like such a like late nineties thing. I'm like fly bitch. Like who calls people fly? I feel like before you call someone fly, you have to know them like on some sort of personal level to call a stranger fly bitch. Call some like twenty year old who's DMing you sick pizza reviews. Thanks, fly bitch. I like that this entire interaction so far has been six words. Sick pizza reviews. Thanks, fly bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're off to a great, uh, great and riveting start. So they cannot be our like version of the like. The like fault in our stars. Okay, okay. Sick pizza review. Thanks, fly bitch. That's like our special thing. And get matching tattoos. <laughs> no, we should get like we should get like matching couples shirts, and it's like an arrow. Like the sick. Yes. It's like sick pizza reviews, and then mine says thanks, fly bitch. <laughs> we have the arrows pointing the wrong way. Um. So then they uh, they quickly moved to Snapchat and texting where he, and then I put this in quotations, pressured her into sharing sexual fantasies. Yes, Clary. Anyone over the age of, I'm sorry, 25 should not be allowed on Snapchat. That's so I should the delete thought the of app. Snapchatting. 
Yeah, you need to get off right now. Okay. The thought of Snapchatting a 42-year-old man is horrifying to me. Yeah, and to and I'll return to this point throughout. Um, part of the thing is that he does not... Like, his fans... Uh, I was going to put that in quotes, but no, it's, there are no quotes. Like, he has a shit ton of like legitimate fans who call themselves stoolies fyi we'll get to that um <laughs> all of his fans don't think of him as some like 42 year old sleazebag they think of him as like the ultimate fucking like fraternity pack leader alpha dog it's so weird i've said this once and i will say it again and then i'm yes. gonna let you tell a story yeah but I mean, I was a 19-year-old with men in their 40s interested in me. Mm -hmm. And what stopped me from letting it go any further was I was like, like, why? Mm -hmm. You are twice my age. Mm -hmm. This is weird. Mm -hmm. And had they ever mm -hmm. wanted to Snapchat me, I think I would have ended it immediately because that would have been the ultimate red flag. I'm 25. I feel weird talking to anyone. I even feel weird talking to like 21-year-olds. I kind of agree. I'm just like, I'm like, oh, like that's, I'm like, you just became like legally allowed to drink. Like, and I just think about like who I was when I was 21 and I'm like, yeah, I'm not interested in being with yeah. someone at that maturity level. And that's just, that's just that. Um, okay. But we'll, Give me the rest we'll, of the story. we'll dive more in. <sighs> so she, he was like, oh, tell me your sexual fantasies. And she was like, no. And he said, please. And she said, Okay. And uh, right off the bat, we're <laughs> we're jumping onto the deep end. Uh, last trigger warning. She told him she has a rape fantasy, and then this is a quote, where I don't have any control of what's going on. <laughs> Sorry. And then he okay. says, you and I are going to get along so well. And then Ew, he... Ew, what a 42-year-old man thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he buys her a first class ticket to visit him at his plate, his palace <laughs> in or on Nantucket. I don't know what the proper phrase is. Is it an island? Is it a DM city? Him, is it a both? Yes. 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 If we DM him, can he buy his first class yeah. ticket somewhere? <laughs> We're like, Dave. I'm like, my sexual fantasy is where my podcast blows up and I don't have to work retail. And he's like, come to Nantucket, girl. I, anything. <laughs> anyway so he buys her a first class ticket to visit him at his palace in nantucket and when she arrives she was surprised to find that he wasn't like the guy she saw online he was very this is another quote he was very rude he wasn't funny at all he just reminded me of a boring, grumpy old man. And I'm like, you have yeah, no you have no media literacy. I could tell you that from watching one of those fucking pizza reviews. I'm like, yeah, he's a rude he's a rude person who's not funny. He's one of those people who people think is funny because they're just very mean and just say like fucking off the rails shit. And then it's so shocking that just your instinct is to laugh because it's like it's you know it's shocking and you laugh and so then your brain tricks your tricks you into thinking that you think he's actually funny but if you actually if you go beyond the shock you're feeling from listening to some of the shit he says 
it's it's just objectively not funny and i'm not saying that in like a pc way i literally don't care like there's a whole bunch of shit that i would like <laughs> there's a whole there's a lot of things that i laugh at that i wouldn't say publicly that i find funny but i do because i think it is actually funny on some level while still being like deeply offensive this guy is just that he's not funny well it's also the kind of thing where like okay maybe like in the form of like a two-minute pizza video it's funny yeah in real life in person yeah it doesn't work no, it doesn't land. Once same. you when you get off that Uber to his mansion in Nantucket, it's like no longer he's no longer this like two dimensional frat bro who lives on your phone. He's like suddenly a real person who who sucks, who sucks, and is like he is online. But who you are online can be the exact same as who you are in person but just the mediums of being online versus in real life are so it different it changes it completely completely like entirely um so whatever so she arrives he was very rude wasn't funny at all reminded me of a boring grumpy <laughs> reminded me no just say he is so then um <laughs> he orders them pizza uh and they eat it and then she gives him she starts giving him a blowjob after dinner um a little after dinner bj and uh then he whips out his phone and starts filming her without permission and without like any conversation prior um and she says i never said anything i was scared he was just so mean um which not surprising which uh uh-huh in the least victim-blaming way possible, that's not surprising at all. This goes without saying. Of course, he's a horrible and despicable person for filming someone doing that without their permission, obviously. And that will come back a few times in the story, and that is just a blanket statement. I'm not going to say it again, but it goes without saying. I never said anything. I was scared. He was just so mean. Uh-huh. So they have sex and apparently it's like very rough and she uh like t- apparently like screamed and was like too like too much like uh too rough too rough um and he's like stop running away from me or some horrifying shit like yeah, that. Yeah, here's the thing with like ultra kinky like rape fantasies and stuff. I, don't, I mean, just I, have, I mean, just just don't do it with someone that you met that day. First off, and two, you have to well, set like such serious and specific and like well defined boundaries. Otherwise, it literally is just rape. And yes, it's not a rape fantasy BDSM kink. It's yes. literally just sexual assault. If you don't know in the back of your head that <clears throat> at any time you can legitimately stop, then it is not consensual. Then that's just that's just rape. Yeah. So she sent a text to a friend a few days later. It was so rough. I felt like I was being raped. He videotaped me and spit in my mouth and choked me so hard I couldn't breathe. And it hurt and I was literally screaming in pain. And then she was there for two more days. They never had sex again and she slept on the couch the rest of the time. I wonder what their days were like. Like what sort of activity? I was going to say, what, were like, they, like, did they hanging go, out during the day? Did they the go day? to the aquarium? Like did they like go for did walks? Did he show her around Nantucket? Did, he, did, she, did he introduce her to his friends? Like, did they network? Uh, Probably. Yeah. Like, did, did she have a podcast coming? 
but literally, I'm just like, okay, what did you do the rest of the two days? Like, eat more pizza? Um, so then the article kind of goes on to describe his online persona of a bachelor who's, like, worshipped by college-age men who refer to him as El Presidente, which makes me want to throw up. It's made me th- want to throw up for the past four years since I first learned of this guy. Um, that is in line with Vanguard and Prefect. That is yes, up there. Yes, yes. 100%. 1,000%. Never address me as anything other than my name. Or prefect. Uh, he, see, uh, he seems immune from cancellation. Uh, there have been like three sex tapes leaked of him in the past year and a half. Um, he has said the N-word numerous times like on camera. He's made count like genuinely like countless rape jokes. Um, the most recent leaked sex tape had him violently choking a woman with a dog collar and leash us, but they both said it was consensual and she low key went on a press tour to defend him in May. Yeah, literally us, but like, uh, okay. So a sex tape leaked of a, of a consensual, I, I read that and I was like, okay, like a leaked sex tape is not a crime. Um, if she said it was consensual, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it seems like it's kind of up to the participants to decide if it was consensual or not. And if she said it was consensual, yeah, I don't know it, it, it just, it was, that. it was just weird to me that that was included under the like paragraph of like, he's immune from cancellation as if like that is deserving of it is the implication and also pairing it with like him saying the n-word and making rape jokes i'm like one of these is not yeah, like, like the other gonna, like <laughs> you're gonna gloss over the like n-word rape joke stuff and be like he also had a sex tape leak oh no we'll get to the rape jokes um so no then, i know i just yeah, mean yeah. like as a the collective we yeah <laughs> So then uh, a few other women has came to the reporter of Business Insider. Her name's Julia Black. A um, few other women have said that they had similar experiences regarding the choking and the filming without permission. Um, no one wanted to give too many details or give their identity out of fear of him and the Barstool fan base. But the article claims that they spoke to 24 uh, quote unquote insiders, including eight either current or former female employees who all corroborate this like toxic masculine environment of like anti PC, whatever, where like he's the king and what he says goes, blah, blah, blah. Cool, cool, cool. So, the, yeah, I just wrote the article keeps going about his online persona and how he's an asshole. Like, there's that's the bulk of this like, article. Yeah. The bulk of this article is that. And I'm like, most of this did not need to be said, unless you literally don't know who this guy is. Um, Talked about him defending. He apparently defended an Australian man in 2010 who was acquitted of rape. Um, And he said, if you're a size six and wearing skinny jeans, you kind of deserve to be raped. When questioned about this years later... He correct. I'm, I'm gonna laugh because it's like ins- it's like psychotic. Later, he corrected himself. Corrected. I thought size six was like size twenty. I had my measurements screwed up. This man said, "I'm sorry. I only think plus size women deserve to be raped. Forgive me. It was an honest mistake." Well, uh, and if they're wearing skinny jeans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. 
And also like how like how much that just illuminates like what a fucking moron he is that he's like, I thought size six was like size 20. I'm like, how? How did you think that? Also the fact that he thought that made it okay. Well, okay, obviously. I mean, obviously that. But like, I'm like, oh, oh, you're like that out of touch with like women that you don't even know like the size of their clothes. I mean, even if you, even if you, didn't know i feel like you could infer because you hear about like size zero and you're like oh, okay so like just Count from zero to six just, for me. just mathematically it's like oh, okay i can somewhat picture that i guess whatever so fucking stupid anyways he also told a female espn host to quote sorry <laughs> to quote slut it up on her instagram and stop posting pics of her ugly kid listen that probably wasn't the worst advice i like i you know, and we're not here, we're not here, we're not here to paint this as black and white. There are gray areas, and I think we might have just stumbled into one where... <laughs> I think he might give some good advice from time to time. I think we could all take a page from, yeah. from, from a Dave, lesson from him, and from, we could all slut from, it up a little more. From Point Noise, Port Noise Playbook. Um, <laughs> don't post pics of your ugly kid. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's insane. Okay. Slow um, up, girl. Then uh, the article talks about how um, when offered employment at Barstool, uh, this is part of the contract that uh, they sign. That we will future, we'll be signing in the future. That, we, that I've already emotionally signed. I understand and acknowledge that as part of my job, I may be exposed to speech and conduct. That explicitly relates to sex, sexual orientation, gender, national origin, religion, disability, and age. I expressly agree and represent that I do not object to being exposed to such speech and conduct and do not find it offensive or do not find it otherwise offensive or objectionable and that I am willing to work in such an environment. For the record, one, if you're ever asked to sign something that says that, do it. Take the check. No. Um, Get your coin. No, but uh, there, I mean, there are like literal, there are literal laws about harassment and like sexual harassment, racial harassment. Like if you're a protected, if you uh, are uh, in a protected class. So if you are a racial minority, if you're a woman, if you are LGBT, if you are like literally anything other than Dave, if you are anything other than Dave Portnoy, you are protected under the law, and this, I'm not a lawyer, but I don't think this. Did he think that he just, like, could find, a, like, a cute little loophole? To, yeah, like, and, like, Title Nine. Um, <laughs> he's I, like, guys, I found I found the way to thread the Title Nine needle. Like That is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Can you imagine if you had <laughs> Yeah, first day at Buffalo, they're like, also, if you can just sign this, you're like, what? <laughs> that Pepsi, they're like, you're going to be stocking the shelves, and you need to know. We may make some off-color comments. And people are going to be talking about fingering your ass, and I'm like, what? And they do. I'm kidding. I mean, this is just, like, unhinged shit. I can't believe, like, a con- I can't believe, like, this is the first we're hearing about this, like, clause in the contract of Barstool. That's insane. That's when insane. When are signed to Barstool, we're going to be making some big changes. But where do I sign? 
Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be disruptors. Um, no, I am We're a follower. I'm not a leader. <laughs> I am a sheep. Yeah. I am a sheep. I will do what you say. Dave, give me money. Dave, pay my bills. Dave's like, these people are fucking out of their minds. Portnoy removed a post from, I think, their Barstool's official Instagram that, like, quote, shed sympathetic light on uh, Dr. Blasey Ford, uh, the Brett Uh Kavanaugh accuser. Back in 2018, he removed it, citing, um, citing their no politics rule, which is hysterical because this is like this company. This company, it, yeah, it like is politics. Like, I mean, you could you could be like everything's politics, which like yeah, but like this company is like like he did an interview with Trump last year. He interviewed Trump last year in the you White let House. Him in the White House. Of course they. I'm, are you kidding me? This guy, I, 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 yeah, I write this at the bottom of the page. This dude is like if Trump was smart. And and I I I mean that like wholeheartedly, not as a joke. Like this is what Trump would be like if he was like a savvy business guy. Because this guy is clearly very smart. Like he's a fucking moron and asshole. I mean, but yeah, he's really he's smart. Just clearly, so the opposite of the type of person I like to associate with, like in any way, shape, or form. The like business bro thing, yeah, is so gross nope. to me. My fight or flight every time I walked past or through. I Beckman, would just, I mean, I would rather be Chapman. poor forever than be with a business bro. Unfortunately, yes. Okay, carry on. I mean, yeah. we're just like we'll sign with Barstool. I'd rather be poor forever yeah, than talk to any of you people. I think money might um, fix us. Yeah, maybe if we took our meds. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, never. Um, what if in the contract for Barstool, they're like, you will also cease <laughs> taking any prescription medication. <laughs> I'm like, where do I sign? Um, they're like, on the line, you moron. So Barstool employees aren't allowed, quote, aren't allowed to share their political opinions because there's a no politics rule, which is hysterical. So he removed that post um, that was like somewhat sympathetic towards the Kavanaugh accuser. And um, during the height of the Black Lives Matter protests, summer 2020. When he was fucking this 20-year-old and eating pizza in Nantucket. Yeah. <laughs> when he was getting a pepperoni-flavored blowjob. He's, yeah, he probably he, he was probably doing this. Uh, he wasn't filming her. He was writing this out. <laughs> he sent out a memo to the company saying... Hey, if you're going to post anything to do with Black Lives Matter on either side of the fence, it has to be approved by me and only me. No one's allowed to say anything. And it's like, okay, King, like, Jesus Christ. Get it approved by a white guy. You know what they always say. Yeah, literally. Um, Also, this is just some, like, fuck twit from, like, like, the, oh, God, what town is he from? He gives me Arizona uh, Dave vibes. Portnoy, Massachusetts. He is from. Oh, he also went to University of Michigan. Sounds about right. Okay, he. The, I can't believe this Where's is a real place. He is from Swamp what? Scott, Massachusetts. <laughs> Swamp Scott, Don't say it Massachusetts. Again. 
is a town is a town in Essex, Massachusetts, United States, located 15 miles up the coast from Boston. Do you have any an more area facts known as to North share with Shore. me? Oh, good, you do. The population was um, in the 2020 census. It was only 15,000. It's a fairly affluent residential community. Um, yeah, that seems to be the most interesting facts about Swamp Scott. So he's literally, he's just some like fucking fuckwit from Swamp Scott, Massachusetts, north of Boston, who like capitalized on like men being disgusting for his fame. Okay. So then what happened then? That's it. Anyways. So, and then. Some investor, okay, I'm, once again, I'm summarizing the article. Some investor dude named Bob Murchison became an amateur detective um, because he has a trans son, (laughs) us, because he has a trans son in Barstool hired a radio host who's made transphobic comments. This is back in like 2017, 2018. And so then, so our man Bob started warning advertisers that Barstool is toxic and they shouldn't be associated with. And then the stoolies, Barstool fans, started doxing my man Bob and sending him bags of shit on in fake bombs and like a whole bunch of other shit. And Barstool did nothing to stop it. They and this ha- and like that is one anecdote and of like dozens, like literally dozens of examples of people being like mildly to harshly critical of either Barstool or Portnoy or both. And then him weaponizing this fan base and sending it after people. Like, I, independent of literally anything, I have so much respect for the person who wrote the Business Insider article because, like, she knows better than anyone that she's she's gonna and need to like move name. cities she's gonna after move, this article. Need to move fucking Swamp Scott or whatever yeah. the fuck. Julia Black. What should her new name be? Um, um Celeste Royale. I think that's kind of sexy. <laughs> Celeste Royale. Oh my God! Celeste Royale versus Dave Portnoy pay per view okay, Sunday. Everything about this. I'm sorry. Are we surprised that Barstool is mm-hmm. being fucking mm-hmm. transphobic? No. no. Are we surprised that Barstool did nothing to stop the stoolies from sending Bob bags of shit no. and fake bombs? No. This is all like... Because they make they make more money the more people are talking about it, no matter what they're talking about. I'm sure Barstool is like... Actually, no, they're not. After this article came out, the parent company that owns Barstool, their stock like plummeted. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, which is hysterical. Um, that does make me happy, though. But like, just imagine being a stoolie. Imagine being a stoolie. I've known many stoolies in my time. Um, no, I mean, like, literally, like, sorry, guys. I don't have literally any friends in these fraternities. But, like, Pike and Fiji, and especially Fiji, um, and, like, mm. Phi Delt, like, and even some guys in my fraternity were, like, w- like were, like, you know, either, like, varying degrees of, like, quote, fans of Barstool, you know, and, like, Everyone no, followed. Just, everyone followed the page. Like a lot of people, like listen to the podcasts and like. I'm just saying. Imagine uh, being so deep down, like such a that you're gonna send feces that you're like, I'm gonna shit in a bag and send it to some guy named Bob because he's upset <laughs> that this empire I'm obsessed with said some transphobic <laughs> stuff. Can you fucking imagine? 
Yes, because it was me. No. So, no. It's like, well, I see the. I'm like, Claray, open your door. So, uh. Flaming bag of shit. Yeah, I'm there. So, uh, and then so- someone was act- was literally hired at Barstool whose entire job is to go after their enemies. And it's like, please give me that job. Imagine being on like a first date with that person and you're like, yeah, so like I'm in advertising. What do you do? Oh, yeah. So I actually <laughs> go after Dave Portnoy's enemies. That's my job. Her pussy would shatter because it would become so dry it would turn to stone. Also, every time I I'm at, so every time I am, imagine a hypothetical first date, it's always at Turtles. <laughs> Turtles shut down. We don't need to talk about it. I know. You, I'm like the the degree of like <gasps> I feel is palpable. Anyways, so then the next bullet point is this dude is like if Trump was smart, I stand by that a hundred percent. Own your if you read <laughs> if you read this article, we'll have it linked in the. Uh, description if you read the article and just like replace his name with trump it checks out except it's like oh like trump seems a little smart um Uh. so then we have another story with another young woman so a recent high school grad uh graduate named allison 19 uh she was 19 at the time uh dm'd portnoy to try to get to get into a house party um after her sister olivia and her and olivia's friends pressured allison to dm portnoy because they were not getting replies and then they're like oh well allison might because she's younger than us they were like 21 22 and she's 19 so maybe they'll get a reply so she messages him he responds and uh she's like me and my uh she's like i want to come over and he's like cool and she's like is it cool if my friends come over and he's like why so they can watch us fuck that seems kind of weird and then she's like nah like they don't mind okay uh and then he said uh he told her that he doesn't like her friends messaging him and then said i'm not cool with your friends coming sorry and then allison called off the meetup she was unwilling to go alone and then a week later, she messaged Portnoy again, and then they agreed to meet up in the afternoon. And then she said to Business Insider, I was definitely pushed by my friends. Allison, and this is a, everything I'm about to say is a direct quote from the article. Allison recalled sitting by the pool. Portnoy offered her watermelon and water. He, which is, I mean, How what? <laughs> he's like, he's like a horse. Here's some watermelon, Bessie. Like what? <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing him like hand feeding her. Us, um, us with Jafila. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only watermelon will calm her down. Uh, Portnoy offered her watermelon and just normal water, no melon. He asked her which school she went to and which grade she was in. Allison recalled. Then, a lot of recalled. (laughs) They say recalled a lot. Then, she said, he got up to go inside and I was like, okay, I'll go in with you. And he was like, I didn't know it would be that easy. He leaned in and started kissing me and I didn't know what to do at that point, she added. So then we, and then we went up, and then we went upstairs and he was really aggressive and I didn't know what to do and we had sex and that was it and he kicked me out. Allison also has a history of depression and a few days later she was hospitalized for being suicidal. Her mom, upon 
discovering what happened and going through her phone and seeing everything <sighs> quote wanted to pursue legal action against dave portnoy for what question mark is the unfortunate reality for what he didn't do anything illegal it's disgusting and he's a bad person and is immoral but in terms of like the the only law in the spoiler alert the only thing i see in this entire article in terms of like he broke the law is filming people without their permission um everything else is disgusting and immoral but it's not illegal um i have like a icky feeling in my stomach because i'm like this is disgusting fucked up really gross behavior that doesn't shock me for a gross 44 year old filthy rich bachelor who apparently it's like a known thing that he only fucks like 19 and 20 if allison's sister and her friends were like oh well you're younger so he likes young girls i'm like if some random ass girl is able to like know that about him it's like so this is clearly just like a like a well-known thing i guess that he's like into like 20 and below yeah the problem is that he has fans and a following and riches and fame like that's ew okay so keep going then i said that this dude is literally a 44 year old who has never matured past age 20 um which yeah Yeah, i mean he's behaving like a piece of shit college yes um so then with just too much the article ends and i thought a very random place kind of out of nowhere um just (laughs) commenting on a stylistic choice we're here to talk yeah. about the writing yeah, today. We don't want to yeah, talk the about content, the content. I don't fucking care. No. So it ends with a story between... Uh, and you better run for the <laughs> fucking hills, Celeste Royale. Between this uh, influencer and Portnoy. So once again, this influencer at the time, August 2017, she was... Uh, she, quote, had just turned 19. Um, I will say that the the author of the article really goes out of her way to, like... Tr- really emphasize how young the girls are where it's like she just turned 19 a college age student instead of saying a 20 year old um she's painting a a vivid image yeah um she's using her words so this is an interaction between some random influencer in portnoy so apparently he dm'd her first and said i never reach out he texted her august 2017 and messages viewed by business insider i noticed you two weeks ago and was interested then I thought about you a bunch last night. Not all wholesome all the time. What? I want to be famous so bad. I'd be so good at it. She wrote later us. And then I'm like, me too, girl. And then he said, I'm a good start then. And then uh, arguably my least favorite emoji. It's kind of the sly smile looking looking to the right. It's the you up emoji. um, Yes. The emoji is looking to its left, but it's your right when you look at the emoji. Um, so he says, I'm a good start then. You up emoji. And then, though she responded willingly at the time, Louise said she had come to see an inherent problem with, quote, a man in power knowing he could take advantage of a younger girl. It's predatory, she said. Yes, Louise. Yes, it is. Louise said it's not just a problem with Dave Portnoy. It's every man that has followers or status of any sort. And it's kind of, like, terrifying in a way. <laughs> Period, sis. <laughs> With that MoMA. 
She says her parents were, quote, really freaked out by it when they found out she was thinking of meeting up with him and threatened and threatened to stop paying for her college if she followed through through today. She's grateful for their intervention. I probably would have let Dave Portnoy do whatever the hell he wanted to me. She told insider because I'm like, oh, my God, it's Dave Portnoy. She added, I'm glad I'm glad I didn't have that experience. And then the article ends. Which is a kind of an interesting point. So, okay, so let's spitball. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gross. He's clearly a gross, mm-hmm. disgusting, icky mm-hmm. man. And it's. I think it's incredibly creepy. That kind of age gap and to be that kind of... Mm-hmm. I mean, also, like, no offense, but if you're that old and you yeah. have yeah. no prospects and you're just, like deeply in engrossed in a hookup culture and you're just fucking random <laughs> random fly bitches <laughs> that you DM on Instagram like you have some deeper issues that you should probably address mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and diagnose mm-hmm. that right there mm-hmm. yeah once it once again I mean, this guy's this also, guy's despicable and obviously like using his position um to his sexual advantage obviously obviously that that goes without saying and i I don't approve of it and he seems like a terrible person so blanket statement yeah he's clearly the villain but like sub villain allison's friends fucking suck yes yeah fuck that are you kidding i you're like your own sister like pimping you out to dave portnoy for a house party that you don't even get into and then she's hospitalized for what like, for, what is the what is the end goal there? Like, it's going to be a, a lit movie of a night, and you're going to remember it forever. It's no, it, it's it's. I mean, I thought this interaction between the influencer and him was like very illuminating. Saying, "I want to be famous so bad, I'd be so good at it." I, everyone feels that way. Like nowadays, everyone under we're not special. Everyone under the age of like twenty seven feels that way where they're like god i wish i yeah. could have like an internet job that like gets me famous and like i would be so good at it everyone has that feeling because you see idiots like dave portman yes. are and i feel like and others <laughs> and others dave portnoy and company yeah. well you see people who have a following and are internet famous for seemingly no reason mm-hmm. and get to do dumb shit like review pizza and it's easy to look at it and be like, oh my God, I would be so good yeah. at it because I know that I could do it better than him. And first of all, I know that I could do it better than him. I know. Him. I would love to see your pizza reviews. They'd be so Incredible. fucking good. You want to see me texting 19-year-olds <laughs> being like, you up, baby girl? <laughs> Ew. Also, I'm sorry, but like when you're you like sitting outside a u of o frat house like in the middle of the night to like pray on the pledges <laughs> just be like haha tell me more i'm sorry you have to be yeah what's up when you are a dude such as dave Porter, mm-hmm. you have to know that at some point your texts are going to get exposed yeah. like don't text cringy embarrassing shit like that that is and that's coming from yeah. someone who texts some pretty no, of course. atrocious but I, <laughs> Bestie. If you, if you, I mean, I, I'm trying to, I'm thinking about this in terms of like 
why is he successful? Who is supporting him? Who is his fan base? And I'm like, yeah, this is this is uh, this isn't gonna. Th- I don't think this is gonna harm him at all. I think I'm, I think it's gonna harm Barstool as a company, but I don't think it's gonna harm Dave Portnoy in terms of like deplatforming him or whatever. If anything, this is gonna like in this is gonna rile up even like his most fervent supporters who you know are like i mean we'll get into the fucking his interview with tucker carlson on fox news but i cannot believe that's real. it's hysterical but my point being this is just going to make them even angrier they're like this entire article like said absolutely nothing he did nothing wrong and uh he's the fucking man and like yeah he's like pull like yeah hell yeah he's like pulling bitches like what a king like i i don't i don't see any like asshole college-aged guy reading this article and like finding anything morally reprehensible no because they're also fucking abusing women and saying the n-word and being fucking atrocious and as someone who was in college and as a guy as someone who abuses women and the (laughs) n-word Yes, Dave? Oh my god, next Halloween, so you go with Dave, I'll go with Tucker Carlson. We really, if next time, whenever we have a Halloween together, we got we we got to go as Keith and Nancy. Like, we, we, yeah, we, 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 yeah, we have to. Um, I'll grow my foreskin back and make my penis 10 inches. Because you just know Keith is packing. Packing. But really, like, Keith, Dave Portnoy, and Donald Trump, the unholy trinity. <laughs> like Father's unholy. No, like li- literally. Because, like, where's Trump? Where is he? Uh, he's starting his own little website. <laughs> he used code Lindsay Rem on Squarespace. <laughs> like, what? Oh, yeah. Starting a podcast? Oh, um, yeah. Would he come on? So, uh, yeah. So, do you want to dive into a little bit of nuance? Yeah, nuance it up, baby girl. Okay. Um, I haven't thought <laughs> I haven't thought this through. Um uh I have had sex with older men when I was uh twenty two between eighteen and twenty two. Um and or twenty one, actually. In hindsight, looking back on it, uh some of those were very strange that those men were okay being with someone that yes. young as some, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even like old. I'm 25, but I'm like, yeah, I would, n- I would literally never be with like an 18 or 19 year old. Like that's so fucking weird. I would never do that. However, when I was like 18 with an older guy, I was an adult and I was fully consenting to it. That doesn't mean that there wasn't like a weird power dynamic but like i don't look back on that and i was like i wasn't abused or preyed on or anything granted i wasn't like fucking choked or spit in and like no one and no one tried to film me that once again that's all disgusting but that's all disgusting that's that's it's enhanced by the age gap and how creepy that is but it would be disgusting if he was having sex with a 40 year old woman but do you think it would be different if the older men you had had sex with were like people of like notoriety. Yeah, like people of people I mean, of like, status who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, of I mean, course, think about, of like, course. 
like the people that I dated, went on a couple dates mm-hmm. with, that were CEOs older, in their 40s <laughs> when I was 19. I mean, I was also like very, very insecure. And so I had this complex of like, why the fuck would anyone want to be seen in public with me? Especially this like older person. And that made me uncomfortable. Mm. Mm. And I think, I'm like, I don't think I would have made it to Portnoy's house because I would have been like, why does this older person slash person with a huge following want to fuck me? Like that's someone who supposedly should be able to get anyone he wants, quote unquote, obviously not anyone, but he has like a C to choose from. And why is he choosing someone who just got their high school diploma two months ago? But yeah, I mean, I was, I was also fully consenting Mm -hmm. and then I fully consented Mm -hmm. to not take it any farther. And so I guess like there's really no way to not sound like victim blame me with this. And I'm like really not trying to either because none of these women are at fault for what happened to them or the like, or the degree of how traumatizing it was or being filmed or like any of this other reprehensible stuff. He is, he is the bad guy in this story blanket statement and they are not. However, I do think there is a larger conversation to be had in terms of like, not to sound like a, like literally not to sound like a fucking Republican, but there is a larger conversation about like, we 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 need to be more cognizant of like the larger situation around some of these like sexual encounters and we need to be we need to talk about like the power imbalance and if that's something that you are okay with because if you are okay with it then like go fucking crazy you know like but it seemed like a lot of these women were um either went into it like not thinking fully that far ahead or like the full implications of it. Or this man was just like mythologized, you know, as like this like guy. And then you, and then it turns out he's just some, some creepy fucking 42 year old who's trying to have sex with a 19 year old. Yeah. But I think also something we're like, I think, okay. <laughs> like, yes, they were, they were consenting, but also like just saying yes in the beginning doesn't. You're not saying yes the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I. There's a pressure to not yeah. say no in the middle. And I think, especially if your partner is twice your age, they should be checking in yeah. with you. And there's like yeah. there's an unwritten rule that. So I feel like he kind of like narrowly escapes like being a like cold blooded rapist. Uh, uh, for the record, I I will be there will be zero surprise for me if like in the coming months, like a, a a fully like black and white like I was screaming no stop and he wouldn't stop story comes out. Oh my like, god! Of yeah. course, and like I'm but like I think... I'm I would not be surprised if that happened based on all of this. No, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying like they're like he's getting out by the skin of his teeth. Yes because of this power imbalance and because he can say, well, it was consensual because they said yes in the beginning. And, but that is something also, okay, I guess Mm -hmm. this is my like weird hot take that like you kind of have to think about when you go into it. Mm -hmm. Like 
I want to right now. Will I in five minutes? Will I in 10 minutes? Will I? Do I feel like I, do I feel like I will be able to change my mind if I want to? Exactly. Which is a problem on both ends. Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's. This is such a sticky subject. I've like already felt I'm just like, oh my god, I've said like 10 things that are going to be taken the wrong way. But I I just. But I think also like a huge, the hugest underlying issue is the way that we build up internet celebrity. And 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 celebrity. Because this has been happening. I mean, this has been happening for centuries in terms of like people with power. I mean, this is happening since the like dawn of time. People with power um having kind of free reign in terms of like the in the sexual marketplace and being able to kind of wield this like unspoken because I mean like reading this article reading this article, he's not like it, this isn't like a fucking Harvey Weinstein casting couch thing where he's like, I'll give you a podcast if you suck my dick. Like, it's all just implicit. It's so much more fucking great. It's area. so implicit. It's so unspoken, but it's still there. When a man buys you a first class ticket to his mansion on Nantucket, yeah, you're going to feel like you can't say no in the middle of sex, especially when that sex has immediately made you very uncomfortable and he's been aggressive because it's like, okay, he's being aggressive. And I said, and I said yes in the beginning, but now I don't know if I can stop saying yes. So I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. And then later when I tell this story, it's, I can't, take legal action because what legal action because nothing illegal happened i felt incredibly uncomfortable but didn't say anything which is a horrible fucking terrifying place to be and it's terrifying that that can happen and does happen and repeatedly happens and will continue to happen because fucking dave portnoy's exist everywhere there's tons of yeah i i we went upstairs. He was really aggressive. I didn't know what to do. And we had sex and that was it. And he kicked me out and she's 19. And like all the quotes, all the quotes are like that. It was so rough. I felt like I was being raped. He videotaped me and spit in my mouth and choked me so hard. I couldn't breathe. It's like, yeah, you don't feel like you can withdraw consent in those times at all. And therefore, and there, and therefore it, it is not consensual, not in a legal way, but just in like a moral, like obvious intellectual way. No, I mean, I guess I will say that the article clearly had an angle and an intent and I don't want to say an agenda because that's just like such a buzzy word that doesn't have any meaning. Um, but yeah, I mean, the we all have the, the, the article definitely had like an angle it was going for and really did emphasize the youth of these women. Um, I guess I wish the article was less... I think the article would have been more powerful and have made a stronger, more irrefutable point if it had kind of simply stated the age of the women, been like recently graduated high school, 19 year old, and just like kind of left it at that, then like this kind of recurring emphasis of their age. And I wish it had instead focused on like random high school graduate 
Instagram messages uh, a powerful multimillionaire and like talk about the power imbalance of that because once again, everything that was outlined in this article, and obviously I believe all these women because they were so terrified, like they didn't even want to be like publicly identified because of the fucking stoolies are going to like drop shit on their porch or worse. So obviously I believe them. I believe everything that happened and I think he's a deplorable person. And all that being said, the age of consent is 18 and I don't like, um, I don't like talking about like 20, like 20 year olds having sex with a 40 year old as if that's like, if that, as if that's inherently wrong or inherently non-consensual because it's not, it's much easier to be when there is that age difference. But like I was 20, I had sex with, uh, I think he was in his like late thirties. Um, there wasn't any like inherent power imbalance cause it was just like some random guy off grinder, but like there was an age difference and there was no, besides him lock, besides yeah, but... him locking the hotel door behind me. Like I, I wasn't like worried about that. I also understand that there's like a gender thing here where like I'm a man and he's a man. So like I, there's, isn't this like kind of physical intimidation aspect to it as well. I want to like fully acknowledge that also, but, 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 I think the but you, thing you are, you are, power you are 20. You can consent to having sex as a, just a general blanket statement in this, in these specific scenarios. I don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think the, the rules of consent, the, not the legal rules, but I don't think the social contract regarding consent was followed at all. Um, and I really feel bad for all these women for what they went through. Um, and that has more to do with the power imbalance. Obviously there's an argument to be said that like, because of his money and fortune and empire he sits upon and less because they were 19 and on the flip side, there is an argument to me that maybe he doesn't go after older women because older women would be more comfortable, um, standing their ground or like or saying like saying no um and so he preys on like kind of the naivete of these younger women he's clearly been getting away with this for a really long time like well he was married he was married for like seven years and he got divorced in 2017 yeah let's have her on i mean these clearly aren't like isolated incidents like no this is is a pattern of reprehensible behavior (laughs) from a powerful media mogul uh, that surprised me zero percent. When I told Dan that we were going to talk about this on the episode, I told him I was reading the article. Um, uh, like an hour later, he came back down and he was like, "With the bag of steaming shit, yeah, to go and put threw on. it on me." Um, What's your Allison's yeah, door? So he, uh, he was like, "Oh, like was the article crazy?" And I'm like, "I mean, I was like, it wasn't surprising at all. Like, it, like not nothing about this surprised me." And, and uh, I had earlier read him the nice pizza reviews thanks fly bitch interaction and he's like yeah i heard that and i was like this sounds exactly like this man yeah thanks fly bitch okay so let's move on to after this article came out uh either the next day or a few days later um mr portnoy decided to gets a little phone call from tucker carlson tucker carlson the world-renowned journalist of Fox News. 
our next podcast. Tucker Carlson. Oh, God. I'm not saying this even in terms of, like, I disagree with him politically. I'm just saying this. I would be saying this even if he was, like, a flaming socialist. This guy's such a fucking moron. He looks like a 12-year-old. He's so stupid. And everything he says, I'm like, I'm like, how are you so popular? This, like, makes me want to, like, gouge my eyes out. You are so stupid. Everything you say is so obviously, like, either written for you or you think was the smartest thing to say possible, but it sounds like a 12-year-old, like, in a debate in his world history class, just regurgitating some shit his, like, asshole medium-sized business owner father said. Nick, everything, all of your notes about this video, (laughs) I wrote down myself or (laughs) mentally made note of. Like, I've had all of these thoughts. Yeah. So I think we'll put like uh, just a brief snippet of the interview into the episode. I think that'd be fun. So sure. snippet. Well, here's a story for you. Dave Portnoy is the founder, of course, of Barstool Sports. He's a cultural icon. Portnoy is not especially political. He seems a lot more interested in stock tips than election polling. But he is unapologetically American, always has been. He thinks you ought to be allowed to say what you really think in this country, even if NBC News doesn't like it. So that attitude and his success as a publisher has made Portnoy a massive threat to legacy media organizations. They truly hate him. So last week, they decided to destroy his life. A sleazy little blog called Business Insider dispatched a robot reporter to snoop around in Portnoy's sex life. They didn't find anything illegal or even especially surprising, but they tried their best to humiliate him. Now they're harassing his advertisers. The question is, can this business insider, whoever that is, succeed in killing Dave Portnoy? And that's a question that anyone who's interested in free speech and the free exchange of ideas should probably care about. To answer it, we've invited Dave Portnoy himself to join us tonight, and we're grateful that he has. Dave, thanks so much for coming on. So so I guess the rules are they don't like your posture, the cut of your jib, your attitude. You don't take orders, so they send some little robot to snoop around in your personal life, don't find anything illegal, but print all this stuff anonymously about your sex life and then try to destroy you? Like, these are the rules now? Seems at eight months. So I've heard about this uh, article, this hit piece that they had in the works for eight months. I'm talking everybody that was attached to me on social media, people I didn't even know, people who talked about me, every single person attached to me, this reporter reached out and basically had leading questions. Hey, any dirt on Dave Portnoy, anything bad to find? They found virtually nothing. Two examples, I'd argue, uh, both which I've unequivocally provided proof that they're not telling the truth. Beyond that, not only me, there's one instance, there's an actual police report that reads like it's from The Onion. I'm basically accused of going to a local cookie shop um, with a different girl every few days. So that is the gist of it, how they are allowed to publish this. And they couch it in a very, I guess, I guess smart for them. They never accuse me of anything. They just lead you to water and want you to drink with sensationalistic headlines that if I read about myself, not knowing me, like, ooh, this is a bad guy. If you dig into it, there's absolutely nothing there. They reach out to their our advertisers, as you say, and said, hey, Are you advertising with Dave? Because we're going to write an article about how bad he is. What's the proof? Our own article. I've offered them the chance to discuss it with me with their own cameras, their own recorders, as many people as they want to have a discussion so we can go back and forth. I can say, hey, 
These facts directly dispute what you wrote. They won't do it. They said, don't talk to us. They won't even discuss it. They print and run. They print and run. It's disgusting in its character assassination. My lawyers have said, just let it go. It'll go away. I'm not going to let it go because this is this behavior. I've never been attacked like this. I've been attacked for two decades, but never escalated to this length. And frankly, it's scary. I didn't know that you could do this. And we're back. Right? So <laughs> I just was shocked by how, like... Yeah, okay, so this was not behind a paywall, so Greg can rejoin. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm back. Is Tucker Carlson, like, trying to become his, like, bestie? I... I, I like, that was Dave Pornoy has been on Tucker Carlson before. Um, so they... They have I a. Know. They I'm have a, a report. You're not. Fox News. You don't watch girly. Tucker Carlson religiously. You know what's crazy? Just real quick tangent. I I watched Fox News like every single night growing up. It was always on in my house. That's why you are the way you are. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> Listening to Lana Del Rey at twelve. I think I feel like it simultaneously mean. explains so much, but also makes zero sense. Yeah, I'm gonna need some time to process okay. that. That's. <laughs> Were you raised on Fox News? Right in. So Carlson called Portnoy a cultural icon who's not interested in politics. What? So that's how he introduced him um, with this like reverence of an emperor and included in his intro for Portnoy before he, Dave even entered uh, stage right. Tucker Carlson says... He believes you should be able to say what you want, even if NBC News doesn't like it. And then I said, I'm going to go take a bath in bleach. Like, <laughs> Full offense to Tucker Carlson. He could have been in this little, in this little duo dramatic scene. He could have been played by any frat guy who wants to be Portnoy's best friend. It was so embarrassing. No, it, it, I was like, I mean, it was just real. It was really gay, like the homoerotic, <laughs> the with a capital the G. overtones. <laughs> like they were like explicit. I was like, yeah. No, it was for the best that they weren't in the same room, or else they would have like mounted one another. No, it Tucker was... was gonna get on his knees and like crawl under that table. Like he's like, do you have any pizza? No, no, literally. That before I suck your. Cock. He's like, I. Everyone says my breath smells like mozzarella. Uh, Portnoy, or no, once again, Tucker Carlson, refers to Business Insider, the website, which I'm not super familiar with this publication, but like, it's like, I've heard, it's, of, I've, it. I've heard of it. I've read articles on it. I've it seems like a somewhat it. reputable website and publication. I've stuck behind their paywall yeah. before. Um, he refers to it as a sleazy little blog, and I'm like, don't insult my podcast like that. <laughs> No, I'm like, that's what this is. Like, Business Insider, sleazy little blog. Sleazy little blog. And then the fucking, no. and then the fucking, like, headline on screen is, um, sleazy website digs into Portnoy's sex life. Also, like, is sleazy their buzzword of the day? Is that the only word they know? That's such a boomer insult. It's like sleazy. And I'm like, is that? Okay, is that so even then... an insult? Okay, so then I said, how is this real? And then I said, Portnoy's wearing a suit in these round glasses. Thank he you. looks like a frat kid going to his grandma's for Easter after a two-day bender. Quite literally. He looks... I mean, no one looks good in these type of interviews, I feel mm -hmm. like. But he looks greasy yes. 
at, like truly he does look like he's like trying he to looks like he just filmed a one bite review pizza. <laughs> like <laughs> no he's like sweaty like he looks like he's on the brink of cardiac arrest and like <laughs> girl are you good but at the same time he looks like he's trying to like clean up his ass no it was so it's like, so see-through I'm just a mama's boy. I could never do anything wrong, but like, no, I do it, like like to fuck fly bitches from time to time. I'm wearing glasses. I could never rape someone. I'm like, what is happening? It's so see-through. It's so transparent that like what he's trying to do, because every other video that you see of him, he's in some like dumbass, like offensive graphic, V-neck graphic tee, like shotgunning a Coors and... Now he shows up on Tucker Carlson, who's like the human embodiment of a bow tie and was wearing this like dumbass, like too tight suit. FYI. Like he does. Dave Portnoy does not look the way he thinks he looks. No, he has body dysmorphia. In the like, Don't in the all? opposite direction of those people. He's like, uh, he's like, oh, sorry, I couldn't hear you past the sound of my like. 12 abs shattering together. (laughs) Yeah, probably because he sent a selfie to some other fly bitch on Instagram before the interview and was like, hey, 19-year-old, do I look good in this suit? Does this fit properly? And then she was too scared to say, no, it doesn't fit you. And you look good when you see. Should I with my fit stuff? Please. I'm begging. He like, damn, daddy, you looked so good in that suit that was two sizes too small. You totally I was like, I'd love to be Eiffel Towered by you and Tucker Carlson. That's my worst nightmare. We found it. I'm going to bring that to therapy. She's like, what, what would be helpful to talk about in our space today? She says that. And then I say, I don't know. I've just been having this recurring nightmare of being Eiffel Towered by Dave Portnoy, Tucker Carlson. And the scariest part is I like it. So Portnoy in this interview, if you can call it that. I can't wait to edit that together. If you can even literally call it that. Uh, claims that he tried to talk with Business Insider because he's supposedly known about this article for months. And so he tried to talk to them. And then he says that they said, don't talk to us, which I kind of have trouble believing. I, I feel like they would have really relished the opportunity to get a quote of him. I agree, because he would have said some fucking out-of-pocket shit. Yeah, because that's all he says. So then I said, Tucker Carlson is so stupid. This is hysterical. And it really you should really just go watch it yourself, guys. Like, this is like like, pure comedy. Um, He said that they're trying to destroy him, which I thought was a little dramatic. Once again, returning to this being really gay, it was like a lot of exaggeration. I was like, is someone going to start crying? No. Yeah. I was like, is Tucker going to start crying? (laughs) He's like, NBC News is trying to destroy you. And I'm like, is this what bothers you at night when you go to sleep? Not like ruining the fabric of American society, you fucking leech. (laughs) The unfortunate reality at hand is if he's not being canceled, I mean, canceled, I'm using as a, it's the wrong word. If he's not, if his whole career isn't over, mm-hmm. over these Which allegations, him using the N-word, him making rape jokes, him being problematic for his that's, entire that's his thing. life, it's not ever going to happen. No. Like, no. 
So it's pretty ridiculous to go on Fox News in your silly little suit and blot your fake tears and be like, they're trying to destroy me. Him saying, uh, oh, my my lawyers told me not to, that I should just ignore it, but I can't ignore it. And I'm like, something like, it's, it is illuminating that this article has get, caused him so much rage. Because if he really thought it was a sleazy little blog, I I just I just did an expression that none of you saw. But like, if he really thought this was a sleazy little blog, I think he would simply take his lawyer's advice and ignore it. But he didn't. He went on like the number one cable show in America to defend himself, which also is just a bad PR move because now millions of more people are aware of this, whereas previously it was kind of contained in the like Twitter outrage bubble. Hey, Dave, um, when you sign us to Barstool, maybe you should also hire Nick as your personal I would love that. Person. But I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like, I yeah. Know. So you like, you, you know, you know, you did something wrong. You know, you did something wrong. And slash or, you know, you got some more bodies yes. in your closet yeah. Yeah. that are about yeah. to hit the floor. Yeah. And I and I'm and I'm you more I'm say. I mean I'm worried about uh the retaliation against these women who went into more detail in the article because I feel like there's going to be some public retaliation as a way to sil- silence the other women who have worse stories. Yep. Anyways, um back to laughing at this interview. Uh, he complained about, quote, being treated like a politician. My guy, you're on Tucker Carlson's primetime Fox show. You are sure acting like one. And you interviewed the president Trump in the Jr. White House last year. Like, what are you talking about trying to treat you like a you're politician? so embarrassing. Also, what, is that, what does that even mean? There's no, there's literally no difference between a celebrity and a politician at this point. Politicians are just celebrities who, like, Sign papers that make our lives worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, literally, literally, what does that mean? Treat me like a politician, baby. I'm like, yeah, treat, treat me like a fly politician. Treat you like a politician. Like, I wish I could vote you out of barstool. Like, yeah, when are the barstool elections? Nick and yeah, I were you were. <laughs> Nick and I are running for Barstool CEO. We're running for Barstool Vanguard. It's a new position that we made up. (laughs) First things first, we're going to add some amendments to that. (laughs) The Barstool Amendments. The Barstool Constitution about we can make what racist and homophobic jokes and you have to be cool with it in the workplace. We're going to make it so much (laughs) You're required to... (laughs) You have like a, you have, you have like a quota of slurs you have to meet every day. We're like, um, hey, Curl Smith, you only said the <laughs> six times yeah. today. We gotta bump that. And I was up. like, you know, we, we have an eight imagine. minimum. So then I said, calling Business Insider a quote blog is camp. <laughs> Literally, I think Tucker Carlson and Dave Portnoy are having sex. And then I said, that was the emotional equivalent of watching Tucker Carlson give Portnoy a rim job. He was eating his ass like he was at Hometown Buffet after a month-long hunger strike. (laughs) Girl. 
Also, for just a little bit of a color, mm-hmm. I. It was, was a three-minute segment, and none it. of them, neither of them, said anything. Just for the record, no. yeah, it was hysterical. Though, please watch they it. Just ate <laughs> yeah. ass. It should be on Pornhub. I started watching it in the living room with my grandmother present, and I left the room within the first thirty seconds. That you lasted like, a long I don't time. Want to watch porn with you? Yeah. here. right. Then, uh, por- this is a tweet that Dave, my guy, tweeted. Here's what people have to know about me. If you wrong me, I will burn you. <laughs> please read this. Please. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. I'm gonna make this, this is literally like a quote from The Office. If you wrong me, I will burn you to the ground. If I burn with it, that's the cost of doing business. I've always been that way. That is fucking unhinged. That is... That is the Joker shit. That is. Do you know so many fucking college dudes are beating their meat to that? They're like, oh yeah, if you wrong me, fuck yeah. Oh, burn it to the ground. And if I die too, that's that's the way it's gonna be, bro, in business. I hate these people. Also, apparently he's interested in like going into owning a sports team. I can't wait for him to own own like the Miami Dolphins and then you and I get Dolphins jerseys. We're like, party yeah. <laughs> We go to a game. We're like, party night. They're like, wrong sport, bitch. Yeah, so that's the Dave. We're too old. That's the Dave him. Portnoy thing. Um, the thing, in a weird paradoxical way, the thing that surprised me most about this entire thing is how I was literally not surprised at all. I mean, yeah. It, it, that's. We live in a society. <laughs> Period. I'm not surprised by fucking anything. I, there is no horrific. I mean, even <laughs> insurrection. I wasn't surprised by that. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Like nothing shocks or phases me anymore. And quite frankly, I get annoyed and feel shocked whenever there's a someone's outed as being a fucking sexual predator, rapist. There's a shooting, and someone's like. Especially so when shocked. they're the president of Barstool Sports. And it's like, what do you mean he treats women as, like, objects that he abuses? I'm like, yeah. Have you listened to anything that Barstool Sports has? Have you have you looked at the... one Instagram post? Once again, give us $5,000 a month and we will delete this episode. Yeah, we'll delete this. I'll delete all this info from my brain. Um, okay. <laughs> Give me $5,000 and I will end it. No, it's gross. Dave, it's... give us $5,000 and we can make this all go away. <laughs> Dave? Tucker? Dave, we have Tucker. I'm just having a weird like we existential moment. Send us $5,000. <laughs> yeah, he's like, not my boy. Tucker's like, don't do it, Dave. <laughs> don't give in. He's like, hot died. <laughs> I have Tucker Carlson hogtied under this desk. Oh, my God. Well, just, I like to think sometimes that we are advancing as a society to where (laughs) the Dave Portnoy's aren't. Relevant. Yeah, and where there aren't a bunch of college stoolies. It just makes me really sad that there are clearly so many young women who are 
like enamored and enthralled with this guy. So if anything, I hope this article broke that illusion. If this article did, did one good thing, hopefully like the DMS will lessen (laughs) at least. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be less fly bitches in his DMS. Just Tucker Carlson. (laughs) They can (laughs) run away together. Like they've always wanted. That was homoerotic. the only thing that would that would surprise me, and even that not really would be if they like literally got married. <laughs> no, Tucker Carlson and Dave Portnoy has the same energy as like Kanye and Jeffrey Star. It's like the same thing, but in like literally. the weird conservative business world. Like Dave Portnoy, Tucker Carlson is the Republicans' version of our Jeffrey Kanye. Are you trying to say that Jeffrey Kanye isn't Republican? I it's it transcends politics. <laughs> <laughs> we are we're not going to treat them like politicians. No, we treat them like gods. They are. Um. Yeah. So that's that's. It's. That. A, I think the biggest shocker in this whole thing is like the lingo used. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not over fly bitches <laughs> and his use of emojis. I mean, this is a grown, grown ass man. Like, I feel so uncomfortable. You know, when like your friend has you text their like Tinder hookup and you're like helping them craft messages mm-hmm. and it's like, oh yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? It's, he has no friends. And then you, like, he has no it. friends proofreading this or he just, he's just surrounded by yes men who are like, yeah, bro, fuck. <laughs> yes. Everything about this, it, there's yes men and yes women. <laughs> And we and like we're here to say no. <laughs> Dave Hyrus Two girls, one brain cell. No more like no girls. We're the no girls. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Okay, and also in like other fucking upsetting news, <laughs> can you believe that? In like genuinely surprising, Travis Scott like killed eight people opened a portal to hell and <laughs> Jesus. killed eight people with his bare hands that's actually like that that situation is is like i think i think i actually have had nightmares like pretty similar to that the situation is so horrifying but arguably more horrifying are the fucking conspiracy theories people no i would agree i would actually agree because this is a horrific tragedy and unfortunately horrific tragedies happen fairly consistently i'm not saying that to like take away from how awful this was i'm not i'm emphasizing that in terms of like it it gets the how horrible and tragic and pointless it all is the that all gets taken away when you have uh some dumbass on tiktok be like there were eight flames on stage and there were hands and i'm like yeah travis scott conspired to kill eight people like you're an idiot with lucifer himself please turn your phone off crawl back in your hole leave us alone and if you want to hear more about that direct your attention to (laughs) patreon.com jesus i'm having a stroke go to our patreon we're going to talk more about Astro World there. Bye. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, let's wrap this shindig up. I got a basketball game. Yeah, you're like, I gotta go shoot some hoops. Uh, Rhea, yeah, I'm playing. Clary's like, so when do I go on the court? (laughs) (laughs) You have no concept of how professional sports work. You're like, so when do we play? (laughs) When my when's my turn? David Portnoy told me he was coming to my game. Yeah, to your to your women's. I I don't. I think. (laughs) I don't. I think he would. There's nothing he would least rather do than go to a women's sports game. Probably it's too lesbian for him. Everyone's a size and six. And not in the, like, fetishization way. Not in the sense. Follow us on social media. At Brain Cell Girls. Instagram. Claret is at the Grease Trap Queen. I am at Nick Curl. <laughs> I just, pa- oh my God, I just passed 500. 500. Um, it's funny oh, that shit. I'm almost at 600 on YouTube. And I did that in February, and I've been on Instagram for, like, over a decade. Small victory. Leave me alone. I remember making a post on Instagram thanking my followers when I passed 100. I was like, thank you so much. This is a big milestone. I was, like, 15. Was that satire? I want to go back in time and light myself on fire. Anyways, follow us, um, Patreon. And once again, if you you have... (laughs) If you have a story to tell, <laughs> we want to hear it. If you are Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend, please DM <laughs> us. With the enlarged decimal. <sighs> what if Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend <laughs> was Dave Portnoy? Then we really want to hear from you. Dave. Do you think Dave's uh, vaccinated? Absolutely the fuck not. Really? Because I feel like he is. He's... I feel like all... I like. All these Fox News people are because it's a requirement of Fox News that their employees are vaccinated. And I feel like all these I oh. feel like all these people up top are and then are like and then are like don't no, get it cuz your balls right. will explode. <laughs> Sorry. No, I you're probably right. One second, I need to text my dad. Okay. He's like, "What are you wearing to the game tonight?" And you're like, "I don't know, my best sneakers." <laughs> I don't know, my basketball shorts and my jersey. Dad, do you think Dave's an ally? To who? The LGBTQIA plus community. Um, I actually think he's probably one of those people who's like, yeah, I don't really care or have a problem with it. I wouldn't call him an ally or an advocate, but I don't think he's like violently homophobic. I think he literally doesn't care. I think he's soulless and only cares about money. Which, speaking of Dave, my Instagram is at Nick Curl. 5,000 is the minimum for me and Clare. Me and my business partner. <laughs> me and my bestie. Me, my bestie. Nick, do you have a wildflower and a wildfire? This was fun. My, wild, my wildflower was... Um, I enjoyed the structure to this episode. I was like, I liked knowing what was going to... <laughs> like I was like, and then we're gonna do this. It is fun, not totally raw dog. Yeah, it. I was gonna say my wildflower is the fact that you made an agenda. That was beautiful. yeah. I love like this Look Google Doc is really hot. Um, it's four. I love a. Script. It's four pages. That was my wildfire. Was even entertaining the concept of being Eiffel Towered by those two men. My wildflower was also honestly that interview that made me like I was actually like laughing out loud. It really is that funny. I'm not I'm not being facetious. And my wildcat <laughs> Allison's sister's friends. Yes, baby. No, uh Shut literally up. fuck them. Uh I hope you feel guilty. 
And my wildcat. Is there any good person in the story? Oh, the um, I was gonna say my wildcat's Bob Murchison for becoming an amateur detective. Good for him. My yeah, my wildcat is Bob Murchison's transgender son for really getting the ball rolling on all of this. Yeah, good for yeah, you. Your power. I was gonna say my wildfire is probably. The, I'm really the, looking forward to like giant. I'm really fire. looking forward to this episode getting us doxxed by stoolies and me having to move. <laughs> Good, I hope. You want my address, oh, girl? They already, girl. They already know what it is. <laughs> yeah, true. I've been. You've been bad. So secretive yeah. about my address. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna. If miss I wake you. up tomorrow with a pile of shit on my porch, I will know that we made it, and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, the episode yeah, hasn't even been posted yet. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget this isn't live. Um, yeah. I know, same. Like, my spidey senses are tingling, and I can tell that Portnoy's under attack. Oh, my God, these fucking guys. Okay. Um, well, this has been the this time of my really life, fun. but I do have to go shoot some yeah, hoops. Yeah, go shoot some hoops. I'm going to score some points. Make you proud, Daddy. <laughs> I'm gonna go try to make Dave Portnoy proud. Should we? I, I'm like dead ass. Like we should just start DMing him, see if we can get blocked. <laughs> sure. sure Everyone, your goal for this week, on top of telling three people, is to get blocked by Dave Portnoy. Everyone, DM him and tell him about the podcast. <laughs> get us famous. Okay, bye. bye. Hello, this is the credits of the episode. You're probably already clicking out. That's super fun for you. Um, so yeah, me and Claret obviously produce this. We do everything, actually. It's only us. Um, Claret's been editing a lot recently, so editing is her. Sound mixing is me. Uh, and yeah, the music is by Anabolic Beats and... Uh, what else our patrons yeah our immortal patrons who give us four dollars and 20 cents a month because we're funny uh (laughs) so our patrons uh this month are cameron hazel herring jade watson john sims laura zimmerman megan donovan piss baby it's ryan sasha kosek teresa graham and Vinicio. So thank you guys so much. If you want to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash girls. You can also follow us on Instagram at girls. You can follow Claret at the Grease Trap Queen. And you can follow me at Nick Curl. Thank you for listening. See you next time. <laughs>